Hello, what's up, How's it hanging? How's it happening? You guys, this is Kevin from the Card Progression Podcast, sponsored by Dark Fusion Systems, the best in custom computing building technology, whether it comes for your gaming PCs, whether you like to stream, whether you like to be creative, whether you're a musician, whatever you need, Dark Fusion Systems will build the custom PC that you need. Get $100 off your entire build. Use the code CPPOD at darkfusions.com, link description of the podcast below. Now let's go to our feature presentation. 2022, our best episode ever of that year was the band Blind Channel. They got a brand new album called Exit Emotions coming out on March 1st. They're gonna be playing live a lot. You're not gonna wanna miss out on it. So do we talk to the guys about it? <laughs> Joel and Miko are back, baby. You guys ready for this one? Let's go! Yeah. Well, 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 ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of the Core Progression Podcast. Two years ago, this band came on the podcast and were clearly the biggest, best episode of the year. Since then, they have continued to grow their whole entire violent pop sound, touring not only throughout here in the U.S. a couple of times, but going throughout Europe as well, tearing right through it. And now, as 2024 hits, they have a brand new album called Exit Emotions coming out on March 1st and... Oh, dear God, am I excited for this one. So please welcome Joel and Nico from Blind Channel back to the Core Progression Podcast. So, gentlemen, welcome back. Thank you for having us. Here. It is fantastic to have you guys back on after two years. It feels like it's been way too long, but you know what? Good things always take some time, so just took some time. But how are you guys doing lately? I mean, it's been two years. Just what's been going on with you guys? I think we played 240 shows in europe and in america so we've been playing a lot of shows we've been soaring we released the album lifestyles the seeking dangers um what else um a lot of stuff now we have the new album coming out uh the single dead zone is on billboard i think it's 28 on active rock right now so the america is opening like right now and and First off, it's happening. We're playing the first big festivals in America and all that. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I totally forgot. You guys need to announce for some big festivals coming up in a couple of, like, in a couple of months. Exactly. I totally just spaced on that, too. Dang. Now I'm mad I'm not going to any of those because I would have loved to have seen you guys play live again. But next time, next time, man. Next time, or you know what? Maybe I just have to say screw it and uh, take off from work or just, you know, just say, hey, you know what? I'm just going to, you know, be uh, working remote that day and just call it and just show up and make sure that, you know, working remote is me having my computer in the middle of the pit and just hitting people for fun while also trying to send some emails. Love yeah. that idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll bring it around. But still, the fact that you guys got a song that's, you know, 28 on the active rock charts right now when it comes to being here in America, it's showing that, you know, for your sound and your style, that it's definitely starting to translate over here. It's starting to pick up some steam. So hopefully, especially when Exit Emotions comes out with the whole entire thing, hopefully we get some other songs here that start to peak up on some of those charts as well. And after listening through it, I'm not going to lie. I feel like there's going to be at least one or two that end up popping up on those charts as well. There's one that specifically sticks out my head. I'm like, God, if this doesn't pop up on the charts, something is seriously wrong with us. And we definitely have to have a talking to as a country. <laughs> yeah, let's hope so. Let, let, let's hope so. So, I, you know, what? let's just jump into the album right away, because that is something that is absolutely huge, absolutely gigantic. So. Let's start out with this. When it came to writing this album, when it came to really going through it, because you guys have definitely cultivated your whole sound, your own sound throughout this, what was the idea to not only take that sound and put it in exit emotions, but also continue to evolve it to show how much more you guys can continually do? 
Well, I think like the most important thing uh, when we when we talk about the writing process of the new album is that uh, between the previous album, uh, the fourth album, Lifestyles of the Sick and Dangerous, and this one, the new album, Exit Emotions, we did over 200 shows. Like we were touring all the time. We did like 10 tours, three tours in the US and seven tours in Europe. And like during the writing process, when we were doing doing new songs, we were always like we were all just touring. We were always on the stage and we really like I think it really affected the album. Like this is the first album we've ever done that we've approached from a live perspective. Like we really wanted to capture that raw live energy into the sound. And I think that's that's the, like the main thing on this new album. Also, like um we did the previous album completely by ourselves like just working like with the band because we had a new member and we were kind of learning the new chemistry and how to work with a six member group um but with this one we we wanted to make an international sounding record so we'll have to leave finland we went to berlin then we went to london and eventually we came to los angeles uh to write those songs and work with like local producers and songwriting and all that all that and i think those are the two key factors about how we kind of renewed our sound or got better at songwriting during this this album process yeah that's actually insane just going from where you guys were the last time to where you are now in terms of how this album was created not only writing it and recording it in three different places, but three places all across the world as well. Three different countries than Finland itself. So seeing what these other people that you're working with can bring to the table, what the other ideas you guys can have, the other inspiration you have performing over 200 shows in the span of two years and getting this feeling of we want to create an album that's going to have that full live feel to it. What I like about the idea around that is, especially bouncing from different places, you're going to get a different feel for a live setting, you know, compared to Berlin than you would with London or where you went with, you know, America, Los Angeles, anywhere else, just because the culture is different. The crowds are different. What type of music as a whole everyone is into is going to be a little bit different. So from your guys' perspective, you're able to take some of those other influence, other ideas, how different people react to live shows and see what you can do with it with your sound to really make it pop. So you're not going to get a lot of songs here that have the same sounding feel over and over again. It's not going to be oversaturated with the same feel. You're going to be able to expand your sound over time and create these different live instances when these songs get released, when you get to play them live, that we're going to feel in a completely different way than we did when we saw you guys the last time you came through here. Or for me, the last time I saw you guys two years ago, playing in front of rooms of like, you know, not, I think it was like 200, maybe 250 people. Now I'm expecting to see you guys play. I mean, you're going to festivals. You're going to be playing in front of tens of thousands of people in America. And, oh, I hope tens of thousands of people, because if everyone's not showing up to those things, there is something wrong and maybe go and get that checked out in your head. But also go and see Blind Channel play live. I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, we hope hope so. Um, yeah, the tours in America, we've, did, we've done now, I think, three tours. So each of them has been like bigger than the previous one. So it's like we're going up to that stair stairs right now, I guess. And um, the next one will be super big. That is that will be announced in two weeks or three or something like that. So it's gonna be a really big one. People are gonna be shocked. It's so big. So yeah, um in America everything is looking super super great. And uh, we hope that in, in twenty five or twenty six we can do the first headline run and that's our plan right now. That'd be an insane plan to make happen. But I've, again, seeing what you guys have been able to do over the past couple of years, of course, getting the mass amount of attention from the Eurovision contest to, you know, playing over 240 shows for the past two years, now creating an album that literally is has the focus of the live feel on it. 
you're creating yourselves in this moment where you're going to be a band when no matter where you go, whether it's Europe, whether it's over America, whether it's all across the world, you can go down to Australia, go to Japan, literally anywhere you want. It's going to be an event to go and see Blind Channel play live. It's going to be something you have to experience. It's not going to be something where you can look at and say, oh, I'll catch them the next time. It's going to be something you look at, circle on your calendar, request off. If you got kids, book a babysitter or something because you're going to want to go see this. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I think uh, especially now, cause, like we've always been we've always been a live band. Like when we started 10 years over 10 years ago, we started like we, we knew that when we play live shows, they're not just going to be like these guys coming up on stage playing the songs and getting off the stage like there it needs to be like the sense of a show like we booked this like i think it was some ballet ballet room or whatever there was mirrors everywhere and we practiced like choreographies and like we had a hunch of what we wanted to do but we weren't good at doing it yet but 10 years later i think we're still like we're putting our all into the planning of the show we, there's like this almost like a script to the show uh, that way we, we, we want to we want to surprise people we want there to be a lot of energy but also like the the moments there needs to be the moments in the live show when people just go like what the fuck just happened and i think that's what we've always done and that's what we're gonna keep doing and that's why this exit emotions album like exit emotions is not an album you just need to listen to from spotify or itunes or whatever you need to experience this album like we're gonna play the entirety of the new album on the shows in europe for example let's see how many songs we can fit to the u.s shows but anyway like there's gonna be this like the new songs on the exit emotions album they're gonna work as this skeleton of the script of the shows and there's definitely gonna be cool live moments like because live shows are we when we feel the most alive and we want to offer that to the audience as well so yeah if you can definitely come check us out it's like you guys are booking like a full on like WrestleMania style match where you want everything to hit every step of the way. And you want those big moments to have the fans just throwing back in their seats going, what the hell just happened here? But you take a listen to the singles you guys have released already off of Exit Emotions. And it has that whole entire feel. Dead Zone, Happy Doomsday just really brings out that full force feel of how insane these things can be to be put in your live set with the songs that you have been performing already. Even the ones off the lifestyle of Sick and Dangerous, of course, the ones that I'm primarily more partial to. But it just makes a sense where you guys can take this whole entire thing from a live focused setting. And when you have those moments, when you have those people in the crowd, that's the time where, you know, only those people matter at that moment in time. They're coming to see you play live. They're not the ones that, you know, they're not going on Twitter at that moment to say, oh, this band is good. This band is bad. No, no. They're living in the moment at that point in time. You have the direct chance to influence them. So if you're going to put so much into your own live setting in your own live show, it's going to translate to the point where, like you said, you, every time you've come over to America, you guys have been playing on bigger and bigger shows. You've been over in Europe too. And I've seen the growth too. Just seeing some of those shows you've been playing, seeing how much more, uh, you know, capacity you guys are playing to. It makes sense. And when you have that feeling that you're such a big live band to go and see, you're going to draw a lot of those people because it brings so much passion to them. I'll use Electric Callboy as a perfect example of that. Yeah, people like to see their music, like to enjoy their music because it's fun, but it's so much more of a different experience life. It's so much more amplified. You see how many people are going out to those shows. And I know you guys have the same exact kind of feel and flow to that. And I want to see that continue to happen. I want to see you guys play in front of like five, 6,000 people going absolutely nuts because of how good this is, not only from a musical perspective, but from a live show. Thank you so much. It means a lot. And um, yeah, the live shows are the key for the band. Like 
for sure we love creating music creating music videos and content and, and being like a musicians uh, on that point but also we feel that going on tour playing live for the audience and, and feeling the moment with them being as a one like the audience and the band that's that's the main key why we do this shit like that is the exact moment where we want to be like that's where the songs are alive like you can feel that everyone is shouting from the top of their lungs and, and just everyone is living the moment like and we, we hope that when it's exit emotions tour that everyone could could just get rid of their cell phones for the set like if everyone could just throw their phones away for that 45 or 60 minutes, that would be so fucking dope. Like, uh, that that would be my dream. Just have that little moment without the smartphones and iPhones and Instagram and filming and all that. Because um, I feel that people are so into the fucking black mirrors in their hands. So it's kind of ruined everything. But I would love to see a live show without phones, without filming. That would be so dope. But that's my dream. I, I know it's gonna ha- not going to happen, but maybe one day. We don't know. I'll say unless you decide to go the route that Tua went where they literally have people put their phones in like these secure pouches that you cannot unlock until you leave the venue. But yeah, that's, yeah. I mean, the amount of resources it takes to put that together is insane. So I, I do agree with you. I would love to see people just put their phones away for a whole show and just experience it live because, you know, when, when it comes down to those shows that you go to and the shows that you absolutely remember, the ones you had the best times at, you don't remember the times where you had your phone out and you were recording something or, you know, you had to post it on Instagram or post it on TikTok or whatever. You remember those moments where your phone was in your pocket, something insane happened up on stage or something crazy happened in the crowd and you were a part of it. And again, the style of music you guys work with, the sound you've created and everything that's gone into this Exit Emotions album as well, it provides that moment where Anytime during the show, one of those crazy things could happen. One of those large bombastic moments that is going to take the world by storm could easily happen on a plethora of these songs. So you don't want to have, you know, you don't want to experience that with your phone in front of your face. You want to experience it with your own eyes, your own emotions, and literally feel that so that when you're going through life once again, and you get to later points in life and people are asking about your favorite shows, what you, what your favorite moments were in life, you remember those moments and you're just like, you know what? When I saw Blind Channel back in 2024, they did this and man, it just it just changed me forever. How? It was so damn positive. I couldn't help but just be like, yeah, for like days on end. Yeah. 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 yeah let's let's hope so that people like um, people really like live in the moment. That's also kind of like it, the the theme on, on the songs on the new album as well. I mean, the album is, of course, called Exit Emotions, but there's also this deeper meaning, like, um, to, like, live in the moment, live it together, and whatever is going on in your, like, personal life or globally, like, lately, for the past couple of years, the world's been a pretty dark place, and we felt like we wanted to offer the people, our listeners, um, the, the way to exit emotions, like, this small type of, like, escape, um so you can whatever is going on in your life at the moment let's just exit emotions for a minute and let's just go and enjoy a live show or or the new album like on your airpods whatever but there is this theme on the on the new album as well like in, so when we are encouraging people to like live in a moment yeah it's definitely there oh it makes absolutely 100 percent total sense there are so many albums that have been coming out lately where again i totally understand why they take so much 
emotion and put so much more focus on the issues that are at hand today because of how prevalent they are and how much more amplified they are due to how many people are talking about on social media, how much you're exposed to all that kind of information every single day. Anytime you turn on the news, no matter where you are, it always seems to be something bad happening. You never get anything good that happens on there. So when it comes to, you know, this album and you guys are trying to focus on such a live setting, having the theme behind it really be about leaving those, like checking those emotions or and just enjoying the moments that you have, it, it makes a lot of sense. It really stands out to have this more power behind it to where when you have that live setting, it's going to stand out and people are going to feel that because they're going through that emotional guide that you guys are having through your music to be to that place where it's just, just enjoy the moment right now, live in this moment right now because there's so much other crap we're dealing with and we have to deal with that anyway. But for just this moment, can we just enjoy? <laughs> exactly. I got you. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 true. Now, this is always one of my favorite questions to ask. It might be one of the hardest ones to answer because it is technically like it's picking one of your own, like what your favorite child is. Because I know you guys like all these songs, but is there a song on this album for the both of you, either or? that just stands out as like your favorite, the one that fans definitely have to listen to when it comes out. I think where's the exit is for me that it's the, it's the opening track and, and it has some super special feeling in it. It's like, it's like brand new blind channel in a one package. Like it's so original and I, I love everything in that song. Yeah. I think where's the exit as well. Like um, it's, it was kind of like when we wrote the song, Where's the Exit? We kind of laid the groundwork for the whole new record, actually. Like it was one of the first songs we wrote with this Exit Emotions world in mind. And we wanted to like find something, something crazy. And it was actually like, it was just a test. We wanted to make like this, like this super energetic live song. And it was influenced like with, it was influenced by these dangerous like Berlin underground clubs and stuff like that. And we actually started appro approaching the song uh, by thinking that what would uh, Greyhound by Swedish House Mafia, I don't know if you know the song, but what would that song sound like if it was played with this electric guitar with a really like really heavy tuning? And that's how we started approaching the song. Where's the exit? That turned out to be Where's the Exit? We had the title already in mind and we knew that we wanted to open the album with with this song but yeah where's the exit i think we both and all of us in the band we, we like that very much because it, it's kind of like it's also the first song on the album so it feels like a start of a start of a new era so yeah where's the exit is it's also we've been listening to it a lot lately we did yesterday actually we did something cool with the song about more about that later Oh, I'll definitely ask about that a little bit later, but definitely dive into the song because when I was listening through it, listening through the whole album, there is no song that could have opened up this album like Where's the Exit? It was the song you had to open this album with. So having it first on the track list, I, I put it down there. I would say it's the great opener for a new Blind Channel album because right from the jump, it's like, okay, we're seeing those mix, those rougher metal sounds in there, but the flow and the pattern overall had this pop sensibility to it. And it maxed down the whole entire like violent pop style of Blind Channel. Like everything you saw here was maxed out. The vocals that you guys had on this kept changing all the time, but it kept maxing out in each aspect that you were going for. Nothing felt oversaturated to the point where you weren't going too heavy. You weren't going too like, you know, that pop sensibility and flow. You had this whole entire progression going forward where throughout the song, once it ended, I'm like, I don't know where the rest of the album is going to go because 
they are so in tune with their own sound of what they like, what they sound like, who they are, where they can go and experiment in any other way they want off of this for this album. And it's going to make sense. It just showed so much here that you guys know exactly everything you're doing with this album. It's going to be a great song to listen to live, to experience live. So picking this as like, you know, as for you two guys and for the rest of the band is like the one you guys got, the fans have to check out. Yeah, this is a definitely a great opener to have. Thank you so much. Yeah, great words. Love it. I'll say personally, though, that was not the song I would have chosen as my favorite for people to go check out once the album comes out. Because not going to lie, I am quite partial to the band from Ashes to New. So when I was listening through the song and I heard XOXO, I just went like, huh, this sounds like it could use some from Ashes to New on here. It would really sound great. Oh, my God, they actually did it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got them in, and um, um, yeah. It's a it's a big pleasure for us that we got them on board because they're massive in America, and we're only getting started. So it means so much to have them as a feature. Um, we are so honored and humble for that feature. It's it's gonna be so awesome. I think for people who don't know, like a couple of some years ago, we did our first tour in the U.S with From Ashes to New. We were supporting uh, From Ashes to New and um, it was a seven weeks tour. It was a long tour and it was like our first tour in the US, uh, first time in the US for most of us. And we just, it, it was like an all in, a kind of like a deep end thing, like, okay, we're here <laughs> and we're gonna stay here for a while. And it was an amazing tour and we became friends with them. And their like, their style of music is pretty similar to ours. So I think, when we when we like became friends on the tour it was obvious that at some point we're gonna do something together we kind of have to um but beside from aside from touring and then when we had the xoxo first demo ready we were like we were missing the second verse and some parts here and there and we were like just listening to it and we were on tour in europe at the time i think Ah uh, no, we were in. I don't remember where we were. Uh, anyway, we were in a tour bus listening to the demo, and we felt like this this just might be the song uh, to collaborate with from Ashes to New. And we sent them we sent them the demo and asked like, "Hey guys, what do you think of this song?" And they said like, "Holy shit, what is this? This is awesome!" And we were like, "Well, we kind of like you. We would like you to be a part of it." And then they just recorded their own stuff. Um, they did their parts in the U.S. We did our parts in Finland, and we were just emailing the song around, and that turned out to be XOXO. It's a cool song. Oh, it's a it's a great song, and even from the beginning of it, just the overall flow of it, I thought this this could definitely be amplified by a feature. And I felt like from Ashley was gonna be the one. But of course, when the chorus hits and you get the mixture of your guys' vocals and you hear Danny in there as well, it just adds so much more of that power behind it to really bring forward the every single emotion you're trying to feel in this in the song. But then you get to that transition to the second verse, and once Matt comes in with it, now everything just, it just absolutely makes sense. It was, again, I wrote down here, it's like the song was calling to have this feature to be put on there to get that absolute like positive cathartic release in a song that you absolutely want. And by you guys having them on this too, I'm like, th this is absolutely perfect. You guys could have put on this one. Heck, if even if it was something where this song would have been written by like From Ashes to New and you guys would have featured on it and they would have thrown their Blackout album from 2023, it still would have flowed perfectly on that album too. I'm like, this is a match made in heaven right here. <laughs> like it was great when we were listening to like, we got their, their vocals and we laid them on the track and we heard the part where Matt starts rapping and we, we, we were just first laughing like, Blind Channel has never sounded so American. <laughs> and it was cool. It was great. 
I, I think you're probably right on that too. And that's like, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens when this whole album gets released. I want to see like both where's the exit because of how incredible the song it is to really bring forward of like, this is what blind channel is and blind channel can go anywhere from here. But where XOXO comes from, especially from the American side, this song does is the most American sounding song from you guys, especially with what's going on from Ashton right now. It's like, can we get both of these songs specifically to get popping out on those U S charts? Because they're just so good. They're so powerful. And overall, it's just is going to, in my opinion, it's going to connect so well with audiences over here where I'm, exp- I'm hoping for another time where you guys get to go out on the road with From Ashes to New, especially here in the U.S. I've seen them continue to grow as well. I want to see these bigger, bigger, you know, better venues that you guys are going to be playing in and potentially see this whole entire collaboration end up live. That would be sick. Yeah, it will be so awesome. Um, we would love to bring them to Europe as well. Um, I think it's going to happen at some, some point. We didn't know. Um, we hope that we got to meet them at some point again and, and just hang out for a while. But yeah, it's it's totally awesome, awesome track. And we hope that it, it works super well for the audiences. So if you guys are going to end up taking information over to, you, over to Europe to tour with you guys, do I have to sell a kidney to get over there? Because that might actually happen. <laughs> oh yeah i mean let's see we didn't know yet we didn't know their plans we just um keep the fingers crossed and yeah we're both both bands are pretty busy busy at the moment and like where there is like an ocean between us but still like we've kept in touch every now and then and especially when we both have time and the like the opportunity shows itself then we're definitely gonna do so like because it's a good match as well like it's a good match for the audience who likes this type of music like uh, there are no, there, there are not that many bands that are just like just as similar to us as them. Like it's, uh, we we share a lot of fans. So yeah, definitely that would be so cool to do in Europe, in US. Like we let's go to Australia. Like well, let's go wherever. That would be cool. Just take this whole entire thing worldwide and just really show people, especially with the kind of music that not only you create but with From Ashes to New as well, just how insanely great it truly is because. Yeah, yeah. when I listen to a lot of music that's out there today, it's, you know, there are inspirations we've seen from the past that, you know, you guys have definitely come up with your sound from, same thing with From Ashes to New, but when it comes to that sound really being prevalent in the scene right now, it's not as big or not as prevalent as it definitely could be, but again, we're starting to see it grow once again, and again, the forefront, especially here in America with that sound, is going to be From Ashes to New. Over in Europe, it's going to be you guys, so let's see this thing go worldwide. Yeah, totally, yeah, I agree with you. And I hope to God it does, because again, we need a lot more of this. So outside of those two songs, of course, I just want to get one more in there. So we have uh, Where's the Exit and XOXO. Are there any other songs in the album that just have this insane feel of like, you know what? I definitely want to have fans check this out. Are there any other songs down that just stand out like that? Of course, go check out all of them. But are there any others that just have this like specific, ooh, you got to check this one out feel? I think one last time has something super magical. It's the last track, and um, it's the last track we wrote for the album actually. And um, the melody and the lyric is super beautiful. And also, it feels like the weekend and Bon Jovi will made a song together. It feels like a mixture between those two. It's like two different worlds. Um, yeah. So I love it. Yeah, one last time again is to be like usually we've uh, ended our albums uh, with some kind of like biography biography kind of song like to tell where we've been and where we are now but like uh, one last time again it's it's a love song and it's this kind of dark and twisted love song 
but it, there's this cinematic feeling to it so it was obvious that it was gonna be the last song on the album so that that's super cool also like um I, there's a song called keeping it surreal um on the album i think that was uh for me personally that was like that was a very deep like the lyrics are like really close and really deep deep true feelings that i had at the time that we wrote it it's kind of like almost a philosophic <laughs> approach to to some things but yeah that's like that's also like especially lyrically that's a very important song to me so that's cool that's also a bit different like from other stuff other songs we've done so that's a cool song as well so lyrically, really, where'd you go in deep with this song? Because if it's, it really went in deep, it's something you guys haven't really gone in before. I'm I'm really curious to see where it was coming from. Well, like, um, this this album as a whole, Exit Emotions, is a bit like, uh, like I I write most of the lyrics on our songs. Like that's I do most of the heavy lifting, but I always write from the perspective of the whole band because like we're we're always together in a studio or tour bus or interviews whatever we're always together so i we go through the same hardships and same same good things same bad things we share a lot so um that's like yeah we i've tried to write from the perspective of the whole band and like after our like first breakthrough in europe with dark side um life got a bit crazy there was like so many amazing good things and dreams coming true but at the same time we like face different kinds of hardships new problems new storms to survive and then like a lot of things that you had imagined like were your dream or i'm gonna love that when it happens then it happens and you don't like it at all and stuff like that we've, we've been going through a lot of stuff like it's been a roller coaster ride and i think um we really i really opened up that feeling in in the song keeping it surreal and i think because like will people often talk about like keeping it real you gotta keep real man and we heard hear that a lot just keep it real and then like i have written on my phone this joke that actually the only thing why i and we do this is to keep it surreal so to escape reality because reality fucking sucks yeah that's a that's the kind of answer yeah check that check out the song so you know more yeah Oh yeah, definitely check out the song. Go a little bit more deeper in it because you definitely can get a little more of that deeper tone to it. It definitely has a little bit more of that emotional feel, especially when you listen through it, just the way that you guys create all the instrumentation, the programming that's behind it. So it adds more to that feeling of going back, reflecting, and just seeing how far you guys had come and just all the other issues that come up with that that you're never expecting. Because of course, when you hit it big, yeah, you know, it feels great. You know, you get those, you get the notoriety. You guys are tuning all over the world now. But then other issues end up coming into play as well that people that, you know, that are just fans never, ever really get to understand or expect or even know about. So you guys being able to just go through that in this song and really being able to let that go makes a lot of sense. And it just kind of gives you more of that, not only, you know, human capability and connection with us, but also it allows us to connect with you guys a lot more and understand where you're coming from. When it comes to one more, or was it one more time again or one last time again? One last time again. There I go, almost messing it up, but always had to correct myself on that. I, I, I like that as the ending track too, because it definitely takes a little bit more of that. It takes a little bit more of a different approach to it. And like you said, you know, just combining a couple different, if they wrote a song for Blind Channel, I kind of took a look at if you guys were writing the song and also were listening to a lot of like Dayseeker at the time, because it has a little bit of that post-hardcore flow through it, but it creates this overall feeling that's just, you know, it just feels like, it, it feels like it's something truly great to end the album on. It's explosive, but at the same time, it also has that emotional backing to it as well. That is 
a little bit of a complete opposite from where's the exit, but at the same time ends the album on such a strong note as well, where you feel like you just went through something that was absolutely fantastic for 12 tracks and you went through it and you felt great the entire time. But at the end of it, you're just like, you know what, man, this is an experience. And the way that uh, one last time again ends, it just absolutely hits on every single marker of it. So when it came overall, the track list, you know, you guys put this through together. God damn, you guys know what you're doing. Thank you so much. It means a lot. Yeah, like making the track list and all that. That was actually, we wrote over 50 songs for this album. Over 50 songs. Um, and then 12 of, 12 of them made it to the album. And it's not only like, of course, uh, the best songs made it to the album, but there were other like good and great songs as well. But they didn't fit this world, if you know what I'm saying. And we were like super, we went through a multiple versions of um, in what order should we put the songs and all that. Like, where's the exit? We knew it was going to be the first one last time again we knew it was gonna be the last but besides them uh we made a lot of versions of like how do we turn this album into an experience and that's yeah that's what we did it definitely is an experience and even if you guys played this front to back perfectly in a live setting it's still gonna have the exact same effect of being just as powerful because again it's built that way that was the mindset behind it so shoot if you guys been playing all these songs throughout europe when you release the album why not try at one point to do it front to back and see exactly how that's going to go? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Now, I do want to ask you, you did bring up, you know, you did some fun with Where's the Exit recently. What was that? Because you said, we're going to get to that later. And I do not want to forget about that. Mm, we had the the album cover has this we medieval weapon, the ball with spikes. So we had that and then we filmed something. So you're, you're going to probably see it very soon. But yeah, we filmed something with that. We were we were screwing around with medieval weapons. <laughs> yeah. See, now that just sounds like a great time. I, that we're gonna get some medieval weapon style thing going on with where's the exit? Medieval flails. I'm expecting maybe when you guys dress up as a knight, we're gonna see some jousting happen in there. I, I I'd be down for that. You know, who knows? Maybe we're gonna see you come over to the U.S. and go over to like those medieval times restaurants, and you guys are gonna perform in the middle of the pit while knights are going and like fighting each other in a battle royal setting. <laughs> yeah, that okay. yeah that doesn't sound too bad <laughs> yeah that's pretty hard yeah <laughs> let's think about it <laughs> all right you know i gotta find out how to get in contact with those people like hey you know we've got an idea for a great show it mixes a great band with a great sound with exactly what you're doing how cool is that yeah yeah <laughs> yeah okay. yeah but let's see like let's just say that for where's the exit uh we we wanted to do a Miley Cyrus type of video, like Miley Cyrus had the wrecking ball. We wanted to recreate that with the spike ball. That it's called Morningstar, Morgenstern in German. Um, but we ran out of budget, so we couldn't do that. But we did something with the actual weapon, yeah. You know, I'm just going to blame economics for that one. I would have loved to have seen a wrecking ball style video from Blind Channel with a yeah. big giant Morningstar just crashing through something. Who knows? Maybe a bunch of, you know, knights end up getting taken out by it. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, we just see you guys riding around on it. I mean, if you guys were going all Miley Cyrus and went butt ass naked, that'd be kind of funny too. But again, that all depends upon what you guys be going for at that moment. <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely yeah. would get people talking. I'm pretty sure every major rock and metal publication would pick that up and be like, well, these guys just took the Wrecking Ball video and made it 10 times cooler.
beat Y. It's yeah, medieval yeah. now. Yeah. 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 Um, I mean, you know, maybe at some point in time, instead of just doing it in, you know, a video, maybe you just have a big giant morning star just kind of come down from the ceiling in a live setting and just have it start swinging around. I mean, there's probably some other dangers that come in from there, but uh, it still would be cool, though. Yeah, it's yeah. it's gonna be a part of the live set. Yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it's gonna be part of the live set. Yeah. Maybe maybe you guys just start coming around and just like start like wh like having the smaller ones just whipping them around over your heads and you know accidentally take out somebody that is planned to be taken out at that point in time. Not having the thing just fly off and hit someone in the middle of the pit. Then you guys are wondering what the heck happens, and then I stand up out of nowhere and I have this big giant morning star ball sticking out of my head. I'm like, guys, is it really as bad as it looks? Because I don't think it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i love your ideas it's it's so dope it's just some crazy so since you guys have been you know for the past years again 240 live shows absolutely insane what have you guys been learning from these different live shows in terms of not only bettering it for yourselves but also bettering for the fans as well making sure that they get the most out of it because definitely from when i saw you guys last to when i'm gonna end up seeing you next I can tell, you know, a lot more experience. So I got to see like what has been like the biggest teaching points, the biggest learning points from you from a live setting over the last two years. Mm, I think um, it depends a lot where you play, how, how long it's set, but um, maybe try to make, try to enjoy the moment. Like all the shows go so fast. It's like, it's over so fast and you're off stage and you're like, Another showdown, and then you go to the bus, and another show, and it's it's a loop. So you at some point you you need to remind yourself, like uh, in the middle of a set or or somewhere, like when 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 the show is about to start, that okay, capture this moment in your mind so you remember it. Like that's what I learned. I think also an important thing, like since we did so many sh many shows, and like we kind of embraced our roots and our childhood inspirations influences. Um, because uh, we played a lot of like metal festivals, we played to the like the alternative music audience, and we also learned that because we've always been like <laughs> we've we've been listening to a lot of pop music, and it has affected our songwriting in a way that our songs are pretty short. Um, and we're not like if there's a part, it's not the the parts in the song are not lasting too long. So we kind of realized it live that when when we were playing some show songs and there were like a breakdown going on and people started the mosh pit in the audience and we were super happy that they did but just when they got the mosh pit up and running the the breakdown already ended like the parts were too short because they had been written from this very like pop music styled writing so i think for the upcoming live shows we've added some like the breakdowns are maybe a big bit like longer and then we've also extended some parts with like when there's a, like this moment of a party we've extended it with a remix or something like that's only happening live that's not happening on the album but it's we we added it to the live version of the song so there are lots of surprises coming but yeah those those kind of things i think that's also what we learned during the last couple of years of touring that still stands out heavily, especially, well, Joe, what you said too, because we can take that forward throughout life, not only for just, you know, any musician that's out there, but just for life in general, we're always moving so fast. We're always trying to get to the next thing. Everyone's always focused on the future. 
instead of just, you know, kind of again, looking at Eggs Emotions, the whole entire album, just focusing in on, you know, just the moment, especially you're going to see it live, put your phone down, focusing on the moment, focusing on the time that you're having right at that present moment. And if you don't, then just things become a blur and then you just miss out on those at those moments. So just take that step back. Just remember just how cool this actually is and enjoy. But then that idea behind, you know, I understand what you guys are writing a little bit more from that pop sensibility in terms of style, because it does fit your style as well with a little bit of shorter songs. Also, it allows you guys to potentially hit harder, hit faster and just stand out even more. But when it comes to live setting, if you guys are able to understand, this is a part where the fans really get moving. This is the part that Pit really gets going. This is a part that really emotionally hits on people. And if it's too short, then it doesn't allow that moment to fester and let, let that live moment really take hold. But if you're able to change it up, add a little bit more to it, make that last longer and really get the full effect of it from the crowd. Now in the crowd, it adds so much more that live experience. It adds to the show and it makes Blind Channel, again, one of those bands where you have to go and see them live anytime they come around you because you know their live show is going to take what they, you guys already wrote. It's going to take the album and amplify it in a way where you do not want to miss out on any single moment of it. Yeah, that's right. Just makes me even more excited. Now it's when this tour comes around in May to the US, I may not have to sell a kidney for it, but I may have to go in a little bit of a road trip. Like, okay, now we got to go here. Now we got to go here. Um, it's supposed to be at a concert here this day, but Blind Channel's playing over here. So um, let's sell that ticket. Let's go see some Blind Channel play because I got to see what you guys are going to do live on this US run, especially with this album coming out, especially with those mindsets. I didn't get, like, even the last time I saw you guys, the venues, they weren't allowing mosh pits. I got to I gotta hit somebody to your music. I just got to. <laughs> yeah let's do it if, if 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 it doesn't happen i'm gonna be very 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 sad i don't know what i'm gonna do with myself then just listen to more blind channel and live in the moment at that point in time i think that's the best way to go about it right yeah, yeah. well guys i got one more question i want to ask you before we wrap this up it's a question i've been asking every artist for the past like six months at this point one of my favorite things to ask people because not only does it get me to know about more music, know about the music you guys love, but it allows everyone else to know the exact same thing. So can I get you guys to name me three bands or artists that you want people to get much more into and get much more attention? They can be bigger than you. They can be smaller than you. They can be bands that you're just like, hey, I like this one. I want to give them a shout out. Whatever it is, I always like to hear what you guys have to say. So go for it. I'm going to start with Lost Society. They are also from Finland. They're pretty dope. And what else? Can you name the second one? I'll try. And I'm just like checking out my Spotify while I've been listening to. But like, this is too hard because like for the past couple of weeks, I've only been listening to movie soundtracks. So, <laughs> so it's, yeah, I'm gonna hit, it's. I'm gonna different. hit some second one. Um, this Swedish band called Normandy. I'm gonna just throw away like European bands now because I know that in America. There ain't so many European bands doing that well. So I guess that people... Yeah, I'm not sure if Normandy has ever been to the US. I'm not sure. They have also... the first tour coming up with uh, Fame yeah. of Fire. You know, support mm -hmm. them. So yeah, there is um, a bunch of European bands coming over and um, and, and Scandinavian bands in this this particular moment. So yeah, it's pretty dope. And um, yeah... Uh, we kind of have to support each other when we go from here to the northern Europe to America. It's uh... yeah, like if you like if you like our stuff, you might enjoy Lost Society and Normandy as well. What could yeah. be the third one? 
I'm trying to think about like, is there any bands in Germany? But right now, um, Electric Cowboy is the biggest mm-hmm. easily. Maybe we have to drop Ghost Kid because he's supporting yeah. us in the Europe. Ghost Kid is the previous singer of Electric Cowboy. He used to be part yeah. of that band, band, but now he has this new band called Ghost Kid, and and um, they are supporting us in Europe in the European run, and they are from I think from Essen, Germany, or. Co- cologne i'm not sure but somewhere from that um western german area yeah so yeah the three german uh, three european bands yeah yeah always good to get more european bands on the list too because yeah there's there's bands from over europe that are popular in the u.s but it's nowhere near enough as it should be given the great amount of music that's coming over from that continent so and especially from the scandinavian area too where you guys are so keep plugging all of those as well when it comes to ghost kid too i remember it was because that that project's coming out with a new album sometime in March, I believe, as well. So that's another that's another band I have on the list to try and bring to the podcast as well. So then we can even, you know, amplify the European tour with you guys as well, even more getting that one on. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. And awesome. then I follow suit with the whole entire, hey, you guys suggested them. Let's try and bring them on. I know I did try and bring Normandy on one time before. That didn't work out too well. But hey, not going to stop me from trying again. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Just keep supporting all the European bands we possibly can because, hey, like I said, you guys keep putting out great music. We got to let more people know about it. And if they don't know about it, well, that's my fault. I got to do better than that. But now, guys, as we bring this episode to its conclusion, one thing I'd like to do is give my guests, which is both of you, a chance to say whatever you want to say, plug whatever you want to plug, promote whatever you want at the end of the episode. So, my friends, the floor is yours. Thank you so much for all your support, I guess. And... Check out Exit Emotions when it comes out and come to the live shows. Come experience Exit Emotions with us. It's well see you said. soon, America. Yep, and they'll see you soon, America. Now, it's this episode with three very specific things. First things first, when it comes to Blind Channel. Like I said, we have in the podcast two years ago. It was my favorite episode of 2022. I'm already hoping this is going to be the best episode of 2024 by year's end, but... You know, we'll see what happens. We've got 10 more months, a lot of competition coming here, but we're already off to a hot start with this one. So Exit Emotions releases on March 1st of 2024. You're going to want to go check it out because trust me, you're going to want to. We already talked about a good amount. It's going to kick off with Where's the Exit in a great way. One Last Time is going to end the album perfectly. So go check it out. Link script to the podcast where you can stream the album, pre-save it, you know, pre-order it, get your merch for it. Everything is going to be down there along with where to find Blind Channel on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where you can watch the YouTube videos, where you can get tickets for their European run. And when they cover the US, when it gets announced, it's going to be all down there for you. So go and check it out. Do not miss out on this because, hey, I, I might end up selling a kidney to go see him play in Europe. I'm probably not going to have to sell a kidney in the US, but I might have to spend a good amount of money. But hey, we're doing it. Now it's time for number two. Guys, last week on the podcast, I made a promise to you that says when I get to see you from life for the first time that I'd find you and first round's on me. I saw you guys twice on that tour with From Ashes to New, and for some reason, I was not able to find you guys. End up think hanging out with Jonathan Norris from Kingdom Collapse both nights and still one of my good friends from the podcast as well. But I was not able to make good on that first round's on me promise. So when I get to you guys see, see you perform next... I will do what I can to try and find you guys, and I'll do exactly what I did for Jonathan Norris on that show as well. I'm not just going to say first rounds on me or second rounds on me. Why don't I just bring a whole case of beer and be like, hey, guys, thank you. <laughs> Sounds yeah. nice. So now do I got to make, now, now I put myself in another hole, but you know what? It's a promise. And I'm going to keep that promise. So 
If you guys hear a random knocking on the, your bus door and you say, who is it? And you hear it's the beer man open up. It'll be me with a case of beer like, hey. <laughs> That's cool. We'll remember that. So perfect. And now as it's time for number three to bring this podcast exclusion, I cannot end this by saying goodbye because I love talking with you guys. Second time ever on the podcast and definitely not the last time. And I got to see you perform live once again, as everyone should. I got to make good on that promise. So this is not goodbye. This is, I'll see you guys later. See you later. Well, folks, that was my interview with Joel Mika from the Band Blind channel. It's time for Kevin's final thought. I was looking so forward to this one, and it did not disappoint. Maybe a little excited during it, but you know what? You guys know I always am energetic, excited for these things. I love doing this. It's my favorite thing. But the thing that stands out to me about the most is just how Blind Channel is so in tune with living in the moment and the live setting. Now, Yes, when it comes down to, you know, we always listen to music and we all love it. We all like to listen to it, you know, in our cars, we're working out, earbuds, uh, headphones, whatever it is. But there is no better place to experience music than in a live setting with the band, with the artist and feeling the energy come off from if it's 20 people, if it's 200, if it's 2000, if it's 20,000, or if it is a stadium full of people, because everyone is there for the exact same reason. They find so much positivity in that artist, in that band, and they want to experience it. And they're going to share it with people all around them that feel the exact same way. So when Blind Channel said, you know, we created this Exit Emotions album with the idea of the live setting in mind, I'm like, you know, that does make a lot of sense. You listen to Where's the Exit, it starts out the album beautifully. It continues on through there, and these songs are all going to stand out in a live setting as well. I love XOXO. I cannot wait to see them do this live with From Ashes to do at some point in time, but we will see how that all turns out. Granted, this is just something I cannot overstate. Their idea behind the live show, putting so much focus on being in the moment, please, 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 when you're at a live show, just, you know, put your phones in your pockets. Just don't pull them out. Enjoy the moment. Those are the times you get to see some of the craziest stuff happen. Those are the times in the pit you have the most insane moments. I hate if I had my phone out the whole entire time and was trying to record and try and get pictures or on like Twitter or something. I never would have had the chance in 2022 to go one-on-one in the pit with a security guard during Knocked Loose and win. That still stands as one of my favorite moments of all time. And I I mean, I and I have a lot of other moments like that too. And I thank for I'm thankful for it because I didn't have my phone out during those times. I got to experience them. There's so many other live moments I got to experience. And because I don't pull my phone out, it just makes it so much greater. So enjoy blind channel, enjoy exit emotions, live in the present. Go check them out. Make sure you follow along with them. Links are up to the podcast below for everything, for their socials, for where you can watch YouTube videos, where you can get some merch, where you can buy concert tickets, and where you can go pre-order and listen to Exit Emotions when it comes out on March 1st, 2024. Please also follow us as the Corporate Rush Podcast. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Links are below as well. Please subscribe to this YouTube channel where you can watch all the interviews every single Tuesday and Thursday and brand new reactions every single Friday as well. If you just want to listen to the audio version, perfect. We're on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Go and stream it there. All the new episodes every single Tuesday and Thursday as well. Thank you guys from Blind Channel. I really appreciate it. Really going to support you guys on this one continually because it's a great band. Don't want to miss out on it. For on that note, that's good. You guys, thank you for listening to the Code Progression Podcast. My name is Kevin. And-
and you guys are every single one of those a big healthy and hearty. See ya! Yeah.